Hey everyone, how we doing? We're back. It's the new stream format, and we're gonna open with some uh, with some musical accompaniment while we wait for people. Let's just enjoy some some musical accompaniment while we wait for people to come in. Turn it down a bit so we don't get TOS because they blatantly nicked. Uh, welcome, everyone. Look at my wonderful shirt and tie combination. Look what I found during my move. This is what we found during my move. We found the best tie that I own. This is how I'm how I'm joining you tonight. We're gonna see we're gonna see some we're gonna see some coke. There's somehow still coke. Despite the fact they fucking won. <laughs> it's amazing. Also, we've got like big George Galloway cope, which is always fun. All business. I've come in. I'm like, this is why I wore that job interview. <laughs> it might be why they haven't got in touch with me when they said they would. I showed up looking like this and I was like, hello. Yes. Um, it would have been a great way. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed for that, although I'm alerted to the fact that, um, that one of the people who interviewed me might watch the, um, stream, so I'm not gonna comment on it. Um, oh, man. Ah, oh, how are we doing tonight, everyone? So that was disappointing, wasn't it? Oh, very disappointing. You almost, you thought it was the end of Keith? I had all my, like, graphics ready. Fine. Completely fine. Um, Yo. Oh shit, is that, is that, uh, it's Speaking Jack. of completely fine, I'm the most fine I've ever been right now. I'm actually <laughs> laughing. This isn't a disaster <laughs> for the left after all. He's laughing, all. actually. Well, look, yeah. it's not a disaster for the left in Labour. That's their problem. I'm not in Labour, you know? <laughs> that's, well, more, that's more your uh, lot's problem than mine at this some point. Some of us are uh, to this day, and uh, I, I really do think that any, any minute longer that Keir Starmer remains Labour leader is a disaster for the left. I just think yeah. Starmer out has got to be the priority right now. And, you know, the conditions are there for it. And it's just a shame that uh, a lot of people, I guess, especially, you know, the left were kind of dependent on the Angela Rayner soft left kind of faction oh, oh, oh. In, the, in, in the PLP uh, to actually launch the coup. And they seem to have pinned everything on uh, Keir Starmer losing what has historically been a fairly safe Labour seat, and I mean, he came close, but there was always going to be uh, a likelihood that a seat that Labour retained at the 2019 general election, you know, would not necessarily go the way of Hartlepool. So uh, I think that really there should be a plan B to get Starmer out, and if I haven't heard of one, so <laughs> if there is one, people let me know that senior Labour still watching. I have one. What is it? Destroy the Labour Party. Yeah, end the Labour <laughs> yeah, Party well, concept. Well, so is so is is that is so does that mean just let Starmer continue as leader because yeah. that's what he's currently I mean, doing? Arguably, this is kind of alright. <laughs> because... necessary. 
arguably this is kind of all right because it's made his position essentially secure and he can just kind of keep running it into the ground if you care about destroying the labor party that is um yeah well so some people I, don't i you know i, I don't judge I, mean, I don't i don't judge before. comrades who are still in the labor party i say it from a place of love that you should leave you know i just think look labor labor like it doesn't get destroyed there's always stuff like labor's gonna die labor blah 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 and it never does like it it's always it's always there it's always so, can i it's always I, lurking away can I, so, uh, can I come in with something there man and i say this with all the love in the world but you're correct things exist until suddenly they don't <laughs> yeah. well yeah but I, I what i'm saying is like i i can't foresee there being a total labor route. I can see uh, Starmer like fucking reducing labor to a tiny rump, like like the nineteen twenties. You know, I can sorry the nineteen thirties rather. But like, you know, I I can't actually see like labor disappearing off the map. And I think that while the party continues to be a major player in British politics, it is just an absolute disaster that that, that the current like right right wing coachery uh that are in charge of it uh continue to have the reins. Like these these people are gonna make the entire British body politic irreparably worse, I think. Like they're not like f- forget like I don't have any sentimental attachment to the Labour Party. So like f- I I yeah I don't need to tell you guys forget like uh you know what if what about our poor labor party like the i think that like while this particular like ideological project continues uh to exist uh you know the country is in a much much worse place and the world is in a much much worse place so i do want to jump in and thank easy target for following um which is thank thank you for having such an easy to read username we don't usually get them here. Um, also, <laughs> Mick has sent me um, his his thing on his Substack um, where um, about Vine and um, Sarah Vine and Michael Gove. They have agreed to separate, which um, Diane Abbott strikes again, I guess, on that one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, vindicated. But uh, I highly recommend that you go uh, follow Mick on twitch and you go to the substack um he proofread my last script um even though i basically on the actual performance ignored all of the grammatical corrections he made because i speak like a fucking dipshit basically so there you go um uh claps in chat for michael gold there yeah well um sure. yeah <laughs> Cool <laughs> he, he is currently living See, with a male advisor, which you will definitely not read in the papers tomorrow, even though they all know that. Huh. Also, yeah, please mm. clap. Alistair dropping, please clap in the chat. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely true, that thing. But, but apparently it's not fully confirmed that they're actually, you know. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. living together. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I mean, James in, in fairness, it maybe she kicked him out and he needed a place to crash. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. We've all been. I'm sure that certain senior Labour politicians can relate. Yeah, um, I was going to say, um, uh, I've definitely had to crash on couches before, unrelated to separations or whatever. It's just, it's just a fact of life. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, we've got a post here that seems interesting. 
Ah, okay, about the Mike, Mike, say, Mike saying in the chat, Mick, rather, sorry, sorry, uh, yeah. it, it, uh, it is saying in the chat that Mike Gapes is saying in the chat that um, <laughs> it is a, the thing that I said was not confirmed is 100% confirmed. Well, so maybe I'm, I'm probably like slightly behind of the gossip yeah. cycle, Mick, you know. Mick Wright <laughs> says, and I'm spe- specifying Mick Wright has said it, not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> not Mike Gapes, like Not I Mike said, Gapes, but... <laughs> no, Mike Gapes hasn't done, well, I don't know, he might have done, but um he's he's separate and unrelated to this issue um actually has mike dropped any banger tweets about the by-election uh, we're gonna have to i'm oh, gonna have to look at them at incognito because he's the, yeah, the yeah. man has blocked me but yeah um, but the only the only thing that i use um microsoft edge for is to view mike gates tweets microsoft containment platform it's the browser <laughs> that he deserves really isn't it yeah <laughs> Yeah, because he's a man. He, he, you know, he's living on the edge. <laughs> Alistair, what the? F- Alistair posting edge for gapes in the chat. Jesus Christ! <laughs> God, I, I'm almost kind of glad that like we didn't get the Labour losing result because the night would have been even more chaotic and rid- like ridiculous as we went on. Um, oh, by the way, what was the Spain result? Anyone who knows? Um, uh, I think Spain won on penalties. Oh, fuck. We're going to have to deal with a Is that a by-election? Um, in a sense. <laughs> penalty shootouts are the by-elections of football, really. I thought um, I heard someone smashing a mandolin in the distance. Oh, Christ. We're, gonna have to, we're, gonna, we're all going to have to suffer through that, then. Um, is that Elijah? Yeah, it's is Elijah. He, is, he's, he's is Swiss. he here? He's not here. I can. I might ping him. I might ping him. And I ask. think he. Well, we were, He he said that he couldn't do real politic tonight because he's got a gig. So. Oh, okay. Um, then he probably. Can't yeah, he may not be. Enough. He may not be. Oh, available to be at him. that gig right now. Oh man, he's gonna gonna... like social distance, like him and Van Morrison, Eric Clapton, all like shoulder to shoulder, like doing big on stage kisses. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, he's he's doing it like Bono. Every time he claps, Spin scores a goal. Yeah, that... fucking clapping, yeah, yeah. Speak... Elijah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking speaking of Bono, is is Edge for Gapes? Like when the Edge went down to campaign for Mike Gapes in uh, 2019, <laughs> just like playing Jeez. all the all the great U2 songs, but just like without Bono. Just like everyone's like, "Where's Bono?" It's like, oh, sorry, he supports Sam Tarry. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Oh man, that that's a whole. That's been a whole thing, right? Basically, a, a, a leadership challenge has been abandoned, or at least as supposedly. Yeah, fucking pathetic! These people, sad and tragic. I absolutely despair. Honestly. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's it's been a basically the anti Keith lot in Labour have basically eaten shit. They took a hell of a beating last night. Yeah, yeah. As soon as like, as soon as Labour won the seat at like, you know, like almost five a.m. Yeah, no, like five a.m. Like Kia's people were putting out briefings like, oh yeah, by the way, Angela Rayner can go fuck herself. (laughs) (laughs) Great, like, yeah, they're always into like diffusing the tensions within the party. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I can't imagine winning and then immediately going to cause like a fucking ruckus with your deputy leader. He's done it twice now. He's Done it twice I, wish, now. I wish Corbyn had done that in 2017. Just this, like right, we're uh, Keith, Tom Watson. Keith, is, Keith has done it in victory and defeat. Now it just seems like whenever yes. there's a by-election that like Labour are relevant in because Chesham and Amish and whatever, who gives a shit, right? As I said on Real Politics, doesn't fucking matter, yeah. right? Um, but like where it matters, he seems to decide to pick a fight with her every time. 
<laughs> I mean, he's um, he, he yeah. like there's no love lost between them. So in Hartlepool, she was going around basically bailing him out, right? Yeah. And um, like they, they, so it was a whole thing which I, I think I can talk about, which is there was someone in Hartlepool, a well liked person in the community, did a BBC interview, a, a vicar, um, and was very upset with Labour. And so Keir Starmer went down there in full on, oh shit, better bail out Williams kind of mode, right? And Raina went with him. And by all accounts, like, it, you know, Raina there doing her, oh, I'm from, you know, the North and all the rest of it kind of thing is what sold it. Um, supposedly, according to statements for the vicar made publicly afterwards, she wasn't very impressed um, with him. And it was Raina who, you know, perhaps swung it round. And then he immediately after the election turned around and went in on Raina. So, like, you know, no, you you lie down with snakes, you get bit. And now there's no love lost between them, essentially. Yeah, like anything, uh, like, good that happens to Labour is uh, thanks to Keir. And anything bad that happens is thanks to Raina. Like, that's just how his lot are going to see it and spin it. And it's just, it's just like, why not just move anyway then? Like, who cares if, like, he's scraped on in this by-election by 300 <laughs> votes. I mean, I'm I'm not a Kim Leadbeater fan, but, like, you can say probably a lot of it was, like, personal vote for her. Also, like, I, also by like, all accounts, Dharma was poison on the doorstep. She was she know? was a good candidate. Like, and, she, and, she was local. She gave a shit. Like, she showed up. Also, it was still embarrassing, right? That's the thing we keep saying. The result was still fucking embarrassing. Like, yep. you should yeah. not be clinging on as we see in the title for this section as keith did like mm-hmm. jesus also i did want to call attention to this because this was in the uh well i was i was asleep when this was out because i oh, had a yeah. very bad headache and was asleep uh, i stayed up until five because of the headache and uh, so labor batley campaign source says basically built a new electoral coalition in six weeks Lost the conservative Muslim vote over gay rights in Palestine and won back a lot of 2019 Tory voters. Uh, Follow on quote. This result shows we're reconnecting with the wider electorate again. Fuck off. It's really good of um, Paul Mason to be providing these quotes. um, Yeah, Mason pretty much did did echo that sentiment in his New Statesman article, didn't he? Yes. I mean, you've got to just pick apart... uh, the conservative Muslim vote and the two issues they cite as uh, important to these conservative Muslim voters: Palestine and LGBT rights. So they're saying they they have a, a their anti-LGBT rights, which is a conservative position, but also that apparently supporting Palestinian human rights is the conservative position. And I guess you know. Wow. Uh, Israel is the land of uh, freedom yeah, well, and prosperity. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, know, I just, I don't I, know about all you lot, but all the dogs around my area are going fucking oh. apeshit right now. Well, I'm, I'm in the, what, is Ian Austin the... there? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't burn the VOD. We really, like, everyone please, like, we can't, we really can't burn this VOD. I need to keep these ones. Um, <laughs> so to, uh, but, uh, to, just, but, um, to change to, I, to I change just want to ha- very quickly say that they talked about building a new um, electoral coalition. They lost 7.5% of the vote. Yeah. Like, to be clear about what happened. Um... <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, I have um, so I have a source in Labour who I'm not going to name. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they told me that where's before... Streety? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Like, I, I can't afford a happy meal to bribe him with. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
So, like, no, seriously, like, before the election, they were saying that the state on the ground was that Keogh was on his way out, and it was basically agreed that he was going to resign, right? But he was, there was talk about him hanging around till Batley and Spen to eat the result, because we were expecting it to be bad at that point, right? And supposedly, at the time, the Labour right was done with Keith. They were basically like, well, he had a go at getting his image fixed. It didn't work. He's too much of a liability. It can't be there's anything wrong with our ideology. It has to be that he's a, he's a bad salesman. That was what I was hearing. And someone else I know who's got sight of some internal labor stuff said that tracked with what he knew. They knew. Oops. Anyway, um, so then, you know, this morning, obviously, I get up and I see the result and I get onto them. And apparently what's come back is that the Labour, Keir staying, the Labour right have all went, oh, all is forgiven, it's fine, woo, and kind of put their knives down. Uh, and the conclusion they're drawing, right, is that their strategy to regain Tory votes, essentially, to, to regain right-wing voters is finally paying dividends. That's what's going on here. That's what happened at this election, is they finally got over the Corbyn hump. And although it's, it's down on what it was, they've turned the corner and now we're going to be building on this with their new centrist kind of voting. And so that brief you've got there where it says one back a lot of 2019 Tory voters and this result shows we're reconnecting the wider electorate again. That's exactly what I heard the, the right wing of Labour are telling themselves and that they're, they're shopping around internally. And so that's why Keir's staying because um, as, far as far as they're concerned, it's like, oh, we should have had faith in him. It looks like he's actually pulling it off sort of thing. Mm. Which is the dumbest shit imaginable, but it is apparently where they're at. Also, uh, yeah. What do, to... what do they hope? To, the thing is, I I don't get. Maybe you can answer this, James. Like, what do they hope to fucking gain? Like being so, on the right of the party. Like, what do they hope to gain? Because the party. So, yeah, That's so it. Like, maybe it's just one. I can't like maintain control of the Labour Party. Yeah, it's there were briefings that yeah, the yeah, right. Want to Starmer to stay on till conference in the autumn? That's not an arbitrary deadline. Yeah. That's that they want him to change the rules at Labour conference so that the left mm. can never win again. They want to bring back yep. the electoral college for yeah. electing the leadership so the MPs get a disproportionate say. Yeah. So, like as I understand it, essentially there's a few different competing factors because I was a bit surprised by the whole it's agreed that Starmer's going to walk sort of thing. Because I thought, well, surely they want to keep him around until conference. But apparently, at the time, this has now changed. At the time, they were like, well, we do want that. But on the other hand, we're vulnerable to a snap election being called here. And there's a very good chance a bunch of our seats are about to go up in smoke if it does happen. Because to their minds, Kia was fucking it, essentially. The reason they want, what they essentially want is they want to get rid of one member, one vote, like you just said. And the other thing is that essentially their job is to run Labour as controlled opposition. How cognizant they are on an individual ideological level of that, I can't say. But that is their function, and that is what they offer to business in exchange for patronage and cushy jobs at the end. And they want basically to keep things toddling along, along such that that is on the table for them. And that goes away if the left comes in, basically. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I, I, yeah, I think that's absolutely like what they're thinking, and they're gonna use like they're gonna say what well, sort of like sensible Tories who just uh, they got behind uh, Kim Leadbeater because it was the decent thing to do, and so they're gonna try and run a bunch of similar sort of apolitical candidates around mm. the country. Um, 
you know, it was interesting that there were so many briefings to the press uh, in, in like, you know, ecstatic briefings, vengeful briefings, just uh, chaotic briefings to the press from senior Labour people in the wake of the result. Uh, one of them was that they just suspended a bunch of Labour members who voted for George Galloway. <laughs> so already just symbolically saying, right, the coup is underway. We're, we're solidifying our control. But then um, the next thing was they, they then briefed, I guess, because both um, Rachel something from um, the, what was she, she, was she Huffington Post? But um, Paul, yeah, Rachel Wearmouth and Paul War both tweeted the identical thing. So I guess it's what Starmer's uh, current head of press or the fuck that is is saying um but it's basically that kim Ledbeater, who we knew only joined the labor party recently uh and that the rules on membership were waived yes. so that she could become labor's candidate that she actually left the labor party under corbyn because of corbyn that was the phrase that both of these oh. journalists used under corbyn because of corbyn so you can imagine that is straight from the horse's mouth the horse being uh again i've forgotten what Starmer's current <laughs> director, Matthew yeah. Brown, I think it is. The, the um, rumor, the rumor is that Kim is like friends with Yvette Cooper. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Take that with a pinch of salt, right? But I have heard it. Well, I'm sure she's friends with like a bunch of these people, you know, because they all kind of like operate in the same circles. Um, and 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 yeah, I mean, I think they obviously kept this thing about her leaving the party because of Corbyn under wraps because they they didn't want to they wanted to portray her as kind of like a, a, a an almost apolitical outsider um and, and they didn't want Labour members uh, who they needed to go out and campaign for her to think that she like uh, was like viciously opposed to the party winning mm. when oh Corbyn she would have been fine looking yeah, would have been to travel all the way there yeah, <laughs> I think that I think the one thing I'll never ever forgive Corbyn for is not reinstituting mandatory reselection. Oh yeah, well, it's, it's, mm. I mean they flinched. You know, uh, what is it? Yeah. Traitors flinch. Cowards flinch and traitors sneer. Yeah, and they flinched. Mm. Yeah, there it is. Well, it was a missed opportunity. I don't. I don't think you can just blame it on Corbyn. I think. No, uh, no, 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 no. I think there was a structure around him. The trade union it, movement yeah. as well. The, Cor the Corbyn yeah. project, I guess then. Yeah, yeah, the structure that was hastily assembled around him flinched. You know? Yeah, because yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's fair to call Corbyn a coward. I think that he he pretty much put himself forward um, as a, a human shield for the left for gonna, five I, years. I, right, I think so, most most people would fucking top themselves if they received the no, amount no, 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 of no, no. character let's, let's, assassination on, right, that he Let's be crystal clear on this, right? First of all, no, I'm not calling Corbyn specifically alone a coward. I'm not doing that. Nor am I calling... Corbyn cowardly in the general sense, right? The man has a lot, to my mind, it appears as though he's got a lot of integrity for his principles and he's prepared to stand for them. And I got a lot of time and respect for that. But when it comes to the pursuit of power, Corbyn and the broader left Corbyn project didn't have the courage and the conviction to push through with the things that needed to be done. Yeah, instead I agree with they that. Yeah. away from it. 
And, and I think you can, kind of, powerless, you can actually see that in the response to some of the, uh, so, yeah, to, to basically this response, like instantly John McDonnell and Diane Abbott coming out and saying, uh, Corbyn himself much more cagey actually, but those two coming out and saying it's now time for Keir to unite the party uh, around a radical message. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Cor- Corbyn like, did I mean, a great, we, we looked at it earlier, but Corbyn did a great piss-boiling tweet about uh, a great yeah. by-election. It's such a good tweet i mean like what ah yeah 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 the 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 kind of like people around corbyn like even during leadership and the people who would be around him now where he's still in the party and the socialist campaign group like the reason things don't get done is because it's just not that radical a group like if at the moment they are like looking to support Angela Rayner is their candidate to try yeah. and like, seize power. Mm-hmm. That's weak as fuck, especially it, considering yeah. some of her fucking latest tweets. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, like, this is a problem. They, ultimately, the problem comes down to this. They triangulated when they didn't have to and when it was actively damaging to do so, and they ate the result of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not a very united or cohesive kind of group at the moment. I mean, you've got supposedly left-wing MPs who haven't even joined it. And have just got in with Keir instead. Mm. You've got ones who are members of the campaign group, like Sam Tarry, I think, but still have jobs under Keir Starmer, which I think, you know, they should reinstitute the old rule under this leadership uh, that was abolished under Corbyn for the campaign group, that you can't be a member if you are um, a, a minister. Yeah. yeah, if you're yeah. on the front bench. Yeah, because a bit, complicity in this project, I think, is basically, it says you're not left wing. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> So, so like oh uh, fucking landlord yeah yeah, yeah I mean, landlord, well, I'd he, be like, he yeah, doesn't like... he doesn't actually have a um, position under starmer anymore though does he because he uh lloyd russell moyle i think he got he said something about jk rowling and uh had to resign to save face for keir Wait, was it the J.K. Rowling? Was it that he didn't like business, or like, wait, was that someone else who had to apologize? No, that was Alex Sobel. Alex Sobel apologized for saying that he had at one point criticized business (laughs) (laughs) views that he thought came in the past. Yeah, he no, he no longer held these views, (laughs) but he made a point of rejecting them anyway. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, there's there's a few of these, and Sobel's never been campaign group. He's very much like the. Yeah, open I, Labour MP. Yeah, I got mixed <laughs> up. Yeah, he's he's the very online MP who's like way too old to be posting the way he does. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could apply to a few of them, like Clive Lewis and stuff. But yeah, I mean, like there's there's <laughs> there's like a lot of people in the campaign group. Yeah, who who are basically they've decided that the future is Angela Rayner. There's not going to be a left leader. And like, uh, you know, again, I don't rate Angela Rayner at all. I think like I might unenthusiastically vote for her just to get Starmer out. I think that maybe it would be less of, it would still be kind of like Labour right, but it wouldn't be. And again, I don't, I'm very weary of like drawing distinctions like, oh, well, that's the okay Labour right and that's the really bad Labour right. Like the agrocentrist thing, despite Sinan's excellent work on that idea, I do kind of reject it because it implies there are centrists who aren't assholes. I was going to but... say, yeah, you did mention that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, just, uh, yeah, I, I was uh, get, getting, yeah, like lost in, lost in Maya there. But yeah, I think maybe like a Rainer leadership, she might try and appease the left a bit more and try oh. and when i when i did all that bad shit i was just trying not to be tom watson you know like like... man man i with the deepest 
like I do not say this from an insult, but I do say this as a please come to Jesus and wake up moment. If you vote <laughs> for Angela Rayner on pretty much exactly the same premise as people voted for Keir Starmer, which is, oh, maybe he'll come back to and support left. Like, uh, how many times do you want your wallet inspected? No, there was, <laughs> there was a left-wing alternative to Keir Starmer, though. That's the thing. I would vote for, like, Richard mm. Bergen if he was on the ballot, mm. but uh, he, he wouldn't, he would basically wouldn't be, because so many of the campaign group have decided they're backing Angela Rayner. So, like, Rayner's <laughs> got all these, like, supposed yeah, left-wingers at, at, which, at which point do you have to kind of draw the line and go, oh, I guess there isn't a left in Labour anymore. If even the socialist campaign group is going, Angela Rayner's a good bet. It's like, well, no, you, you've lost. It's done. It's over. Yeah, it's game over at that point, I reckon. Um, well, I guess the question would be whether then she would surround herself with people for the same appetite uh, for <laughs> reforming the party as Starmer has. You absolutely, know, yeah, I think um, she would. I think she, I think she would. I think that is the winning move for her to secure herself longer term and to be on the gravy train, which she's very clearly already on and complicit in. Otherwise, she wouldn't have been helping out Starmer so hard. And I don't think it's like you might say, well, she got burnt by Starmer, so maybe she's learned. And it's like no, no, she got in bed with Starmer for personal, political, like advancement reasons, careerist reasons. I'm pretty certain on this point. And she's been burned by it. She's not going to decide. Ah, well, clearly the politics were wrong then. She's going to decide. Oh, well, clearly, you know, Starmer's an arsehole, and we need shy of him. But it's, it's not going to run to the left in any way, shape, or form. And she doesn't need to. Statistically, like, if she comes into that job and she's leader, who has she got to deal with? Who's the greatest majority in the party as it presently stands? The socialist campaign group are vanishing minority, and they're supporting her anyway, pathetically, out of desperation. So they just need to put up. Like they literally do have that problem. Where where is the left? Where else has the left got to go in Labour? Where else has the left got to go but her? She can do whatever the fuck she wants in that position. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think there's, uh, there's something to that. I don't like that she is basically who we're depending on to challenge uh, the leadership. And that's why I'm, I'm I'm frustrated with the fact that her people don't actually seem to have any kind of uh, great interest in it. And it makes me think that, yeah, that maybe there are maybe they are OK with a lot of the um, the Starmer political project, which, well, we know we know that they are. But um, yeah, I, I mean, the the thing is that his his leadership it, it has, the way that it's turned out is not like the center ground of the labor party i mean that's not my politics the kind of like uh soppy soft left middle of the labor party kind of thing but starmer is taking it in such um an extreme opposite direction but i i like i said i think it's actually it's actively poisonous to, to politics that he remains uh, he remains the leader and pursuing this particular project, which like <laughs> there, there's there's different approaches. Like, I don't you know, I, I don't think that every single kind of like Labour leader would be turning Labour into such a managed opposition as Starmer is doing. Right I, now. I think Rena absolutely like I'll be honest, I think they would. They absolutely would. They're not going to pursue corporate policies. They're not going to pursue socialist policies, let alone God. Um, like, that's not going to happen. And you talk about it being toxic. I genuinely, I don't know. I think Starmer staying on is probably better for the overall left, not the Labour left, for the overall left in the UK, because at least it ensures there is a site of the decline. If if Rayner came in, you might get a short-term initial sweetheart bump where the left thinks, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a way back in. Maybe we're not going to get beaten this time um, until, like, you know, 
she starts wailing on the left uh, in line with the incentives that exist in the structure of the Labour Party. Because that's a fundamental lesson, isn't it? It's not, it's not about the individual leader. We've seen this. Jeremy Corbyn, one of the reasons he failed is because the structures of the Labour Party were turned against him and could not be reformed and brought around to service the, the purposes of the left. The, the rot runs too deep. And so changing, you know, you changed, like Corbyn couldn't do it. Well, arguably they could have less... been, but there was too much flinching. Like, like well, we is Rayner going to be? Is, is is do we think that a labor uh, a labor administration run by Rayner is in any way, shape, or form going to be less flinching? No, I don't. Corbyn, but I think so... it could be. It could provide a space for the left to rebuild, other than start outside of the Starmerism project. Like in again in opposition to the leadership, but maybe, um, but but maybe not like with n knowing that they don't have the intention like necessarily of just driving everyone on the left out of the party angela rayner wants to use the left she doesn't want to completely eradicate i think she them. wants to use the left while she has no power base where she can draw upon but i think as soon as she was in charge of the party she'd no longer need the left and i think the labor left needs to realize this that's just yeah. how it is it's just yeah. one of those ones where it's all kind of dependent on how true to principles is Angela Rayner? And like, I'm kind of getting not very vibes off her already as it is. Oh, not at all. It's not about electing Rayner because she's great or anything. It's it's purely about getting rid of Starmer and and this ending this oh, particular yeah, no, I... Blairite project and giving basically knocking the right into chaos and confusion. Like that. That's why Starmerism needs to fall. They need they need a big defeat just to destabilize them and stop their. I mean, they're kind of floundering at the moment, but they still mm. you know they've 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 had this big pickup from. Uh, from yesterday so so now they can say oh right no our winning streak continues like with uh with the memory of joe biden's win and of starmer becoming leader still fresh in their mind winning streak you know? of one i think yeah yeah like, no, like, i mean know. obviously these people are completely delusional you know but once they get a little bit of wind in their sails they're just like right okay we are gonna salt the earth now you know i, <laughs> I mean yeah we saw that today didn't we really like um, yeah, and I, I'm also... gonna I'm gonna jump off, everybody. All right, take it easy. Um, no worries, man. Catch you later, Thank man. you for having me. No worries. They did release a statement saying they weren't going to answer any more questions on Batley and Spen because it's coming up for the Fourth of July weekend, and fair play to them. <laughs> 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 oh, like um, oh fuck. I think one of the other things about like how like yeah, Starmer Starmer project continuing is I, I get it is kind of actually toxic to the left because it's starving uh it is at the present moment at least starving uh a potential venue for the left to have some sort of like, space to breathe and actually like, show itself to the electorate that's I, I get that side of it the other side of it though is the starmer effect has shown that uh an absolute fucking no mark can take 8,000 votes in a by-election. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, that that in itself has some sort of hope in it I don't, for, like, other parties and stuff to maybe start kind of forming up. And to be fair, Galloway is, is Galloway. I mean, he's not a kind of unheard new... He's not, he's not an unheard unknown quantity, new... but at the oh. same time, like... If I was in fucking Batley and Spent, I wouldn't have voted for Galloway. Like, no, I would have voted for no, no one. No, to be clear. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing with Galloway and like, okay, Galloway is a known quantity. He's done a lot of work in the past. He's well known. He's got a platform, etc. And he is 
you know, to be someone I know said um, to be a snake oil salesman, you have to actually be able to sell snake oil. So, like, you know, he's he's got some skills. He knows how to deploy, right? Yeah. But what he just showed in that election is that at right now you can actually get a pretty significant vote share without being one of the big parties, and mm -hmm. he showed it pretty prominently. Um, that's interesting. Like every everyone who's got ambitions of being the successor party on the left should be paying close attention to that and working out what of Galloway is trash and what of Galloway is interesting in its political application and worth taking away and learning what was, from. What was the last? When was the last time that something like that actually happened? It's been like a, a while. Genuine Galloway. Like, I'm not, oh, no, not Galloway, you, but like. When 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 a, a non-established party effectively just kind of jumped in and actually did relatively well, like Probably when was Galloway, the last time right? that genuinely happened? Like now, UKIP would would have won a cup. They won a couple. Oh, of they won a couple of bylaws. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you can. So it's doable. Well, it's not uh, as if it's not. It's just it's potentially coming from on, the other back, side. Back up, back up. A but to be fair, those UKIP ones were incumbent. Were the former MPs, right? Yeah, and UKIP also had mm. a long run up to it compared to Galloway's thing here, where he basically parachuted in. Just fucking showed up one he day. He just later. rocked yeah, up he just... in his fucking fedora and was like, and yeah. Then, <laughs> you know, he, he looked at it and he saw the announcement there was going to be a by-election and he went, oh, once more into the breach, my friends. He looked at his cat ears and the glasses. <laughs> oh, shit, here case. we go again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah definitely been a while yeah just i think like, the amount of time that it's been like i mean we're struggling to say like when did this actually happen um somebody's saying the original snp candidates but maybe the labor party back in the early 90s you're going back a long way so like i think it's kind of like if you consider the obvious fucking massive time difference between the two we don't really know how successful that might be in the current climate other than the fact that galloway's just fucking pulled off eight thousand votes so I don't know. I'm hopeful that other options outside Labour are now starting to find a space, even if so far the only test case we've got is the elderly cat boy. Yeah, it's not <laughs> ideal. Who, but... who, would, who would be like a, a non-shit alternative to Galloway? Like what, like Jeremy Corbyn running as an independent? Yes, in his face? that's exactly <laughs> what we need to have happen because that's a banter timeline prediction right there. Well, I would support that one. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I, I, like I, mean, I, gen I genuinely think the reason Labour aren't kicking them out of the party. But, well, okay, if they're going to do it, they're going to wait till after the conference stuff happens anyway. But if they, I think they might not do it just because he'll probably win in his constituency. <laughs> yeah, and like it's 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 better to have like the the independent MP who is a Labour member than it is to have <laughs> this guy we kicked out is happily beating our candidate. Sort of thing. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember there. when they um, vox popped around Islington and everyone was like, "This is Corbyn country." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like Jeremy Corbyn is Labour. Yeah. We, we see you. We see you for who you are, Mandelson. Get out before sundown, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Well, he's been doing rounds, hasn't he? That fucking ghoul. Oh yeah. Oh, like, yeah um, if yeah. someone has the tweet yeah. to hand where um, he's talking about, oh, these people are undermining the party. I mean. <laughs> oh, the, the guy who said I wake up every day and do something to undermine oh, Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, if you <laughs> put it in the chat, I'll um I'll get it up on the on the thing and we'll um can't believe Mandelson still has a career. There's a lot of new Labour ghouls who still have careers. 
Oh, well, all of them do, because it's just a stepping stone, isn't it? Like, you become health secretary in the new Labour government so that you can get a cushy job in uh, the private healthcare sector after that. It's just like, you know, it's just like doing a stint at university to get your qualifications for a private sector. (laughs) Uh, I am not reading that, Brightstone. (laughs) I'm not reading it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, yeah, here you go. Here's the quote. While others were campaigning in Batley, they were conspiring. Peter Mandelson tells BBC Radio 4, elements of Corbynite left wanted a Galloway victory to undermine Starmer. Says Angela Rayner should realise they are not her friends. I mean... He's unintentionally paraphrasing the song Western Man of Van Morrison's latest record, Project Volume 1 there, which has a really bait lyric about unspecified shadowy outsiders usurping the Western Man, where he's like, while he was dreaming, others were scheming. And it's like Mandelson has obviously been bumping latest record, Project Volume 1, while others were campaigning. They were conspiring. (laughs) Uncanny. Ah, the mischievous Saracen. You you can just at me if you think you know when you say that. You know, like that's that's fine. Um, oh man. Um, well, he while was, he was streaming, no. while Sinan was streaming, yeah. others were scheming. <laughs> sixty nine viewers again. Nice. Um, oh, thank you for cheering sixty nine bits and participation for that. Who, whoever, whoever said in the chat the twenty twenty six left candidate is going to be Charlotte Nichols. I fucking hope not. <laughs> All I'll say on that. That's going to be so cursed. It's so cursed. <laughs> it has to be true. The 2026 Labour uh, left candidate in the Labour leadership election will be Neil Coyle. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, he he nominated Corbyn in 2015, you know? (laughs) Coiling one out will be the Labour slogan. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. This mortal coil, as he's known. (laughs) Oh, I got something for you, Sidon. Oh, yeah? Okay, check that one out. Alright, let's have a look. Tomorrow's Rose Gallery cartoon. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Sorry, I got that fucking Van Morrison song stuck in my head. (laughs) (laughs) All of us were dreaming. Wait, no, I keep getting scheming and dreaming the wrong way around. I'm enjoying the first reply to that, which is like a perfectly rendered scene. They're giving like artistic notes on the satire. (laughs) (laughs) Martin John, wow, really into it for the art, eh? Um, Yeah, awesome. That's a wholesome reply. That is a wholesome reply. Yeah, that's actually like, I was just like, oh, wow, I can't believe there's like a normal reply to that that isn't. Um, Also, we missed a question from Stuart earlier, which is does Starmer actually want to stay on as leader? Um, Uh, I hope not. I really hope he doesn't. I hope this is killing him every day that he goes to work. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I actually, what I heard the first time around was that he had wanted to stay on, but eventually had given up. And that when he said, okay, fine, I'm going to go and they'd, they'd come to a settlement, apparently there was a palpable sense of relief came off of him. <laughs> and he seemed oh, much happier and like much enthusiastic. Um, so, presumably, presumably, he's now back to being a little bit stressed and stuff again one one might assume maybe oh no it's gonna it's gonna be um oh god it's 
He's gonna see the thing is, is the brief like positive will be completely wiped out by his misery. Um, yeah. Yeah. He strikes me as a man with with blue moods. You know, <laughs> I I can I can relate. But yeah, sometimes he just doesn't seem into it. It's like, just you know, just I'm not into pic. him being the leader, so I completely relate. To be honest, um, <laughs> I, think, I think just post a picture of him staring out the window while listening to Mad World, and you've kind of got it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, I, I will set out a, 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 a an agenda to the country, and that is what I will do. And you zoom in on his face, and just like, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." Yeah, it, it's very. Um, I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The change that needs to be changing sort of like you know <laughs> that's still one I, of my favorite fucking quotes from him I, like, I, know, I will set so out good. change and that is the change that i will set out it was an even more clownish thing it was like i will change the things that needs to change and that is the chain out change yeah. i will bring about it's so it's bad a fucking like, bell end man just collapsing on on, on contact with with you know the world outside like, of managerial ballrooms yeah, that's the thing, is right. his job was very much to be the manager of the cops. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his job was to come in, like, you know, when he was brought in as, like, the party leader and the reason he was all stood and ran, etc., his job was to come in and basically be a salesman who could essentially fob off the left of a party and put them in their place while they ran all the right bullshit they kind of wanted to do. And he was very complicit in that. And the problem, the, the, the slight little bump in this plan is that he is a shit salesman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got nothing. He's got nothing to sell, though. This is this is the problem. That's the other thing, thing. because, because, we, because people were saying sell. like he's a shit salesman. But in order to he's actually assess that, he has to have something there, right? Yeah, well, what they needed, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but what the right needed is they needed a George Galloway, a snake oil salesman, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's one phrase I was some, looking for. Yeah, someone George who's Galloway. Got a flim flam man. Yeah, you know, a, a grade <laughs> a grade A grifter. They needed someone to come in who could sell nothing, right? As in, actually sell you on nothing. And instead, they got Kiyostama, uh who's not. There's just nothing there. He's not actually good at it. See, yeah. this is the thing about a snake oil salesman, though. They at least sell you a bottle of snake oil. <laughs> like he doesn't even have that. He's just sitting there with a fucking empty briefcase and staring at it blankly. <laughs> briefcase is a well chosen image yeah, for him. Brief, yeah, briefcase, briefcase wanker. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Andy Burnham can sell snake oil. I don't think he could sell this amount of snake oil. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I almost, I almost mentioned Burnham earlier as someone who I think might be doing a kind of labour right thing better than Starmer. Yes, uh, oh, hard to do it worse, really. So, but, 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 yeah. but yeah, but I'm still un- obviously I, 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 I'm demurred from that because I, I, I didn't want to make it seem as if I don't think that Andy Burnham's a bit of a fucking phony, you know, because he is still a pure like politician from the new Labour stock, like mm. he, Andy. He, He's got smarter with time. He's more he's more uh, agile and astute than most of these like right wing zealots from the Blair era. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's like a you know real socialist or anything. No, he's not. And, Andy Andy Burnham, credit to him, he's got the basic competence required of a politician, which is to be able to tell where the wind is blowing. Yeah. That's what Andy Burnham has working for him. I think Andy Burnham has found a position where he's actually very good, and she probably stay. Would probably want to stay there. 
to be honest. I don't see I why mean, he'd want the poison chalice of trying to lead this fucking party. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think so too. And I think, like, also part of the reason he currently appears to be not completely shit is the, the material conditions of where he's currently governing. Yeah, yeah. They force him to be a little bit better. And also, it's kind of, it's like a, uh, you know, pure labour kind of place, really. Like, you look at the vote counts he gets, and that's not purely because he's a great candidate. I mean, it is just Greater Manchester overall. It does lean heavily towards labour. And, and, and you know, uh, maybe a lot of people there do have some kind of sentimental attachment to, like, whatever labour means to them uh, that people don't have in other parts of the country. So were he pitching to, uh, you know, a lot of southern England or some, somewhere less labour-inclined, I think that you'd see him reverting to his old ways where he launched his 2015 yeah. leadership campaign at, like, the, uh, the offices of one of the major tax-dodging accountancy firms in the UK. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think Andy Burnham uh, could reach into the... That's the, that's the thing that's kind of gone unnoticed. Because, you know, we did the uh, local election cope safari, obviously. <laughs> They're like, actually, Labour did kind of peel off quite a few bits in the South, as they have been doing for a while, actually. Um, yeah. I feel like Andy Burnham probably couldn't take any advantage of that. Yeah, he'd try, though. He'd try just by being, uh, you know, we need to appeal to aspirational voters. The classic the classic I'm... mantra of 2015. Yeah, uh, I, I think the thing with Andy Burnham is the only people he can really appeal are gullible left. Oh. I think all the people to the right of him are, they won't, like, they'll see the lie and they'll basically, like, you know, so say Andy, right, let, let's, for sake of argument, Andy somehow becomes an MP <laughs> and yeah. is in the running to potentially become like Labour leader or something like that. And he launches his campaign. He might be able to gull a bunch of the left with his whole, oh, you know, Preston model, blah, 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 kind of, you know, stuff that he really isn't that hugely behind. Um, but the problem is, if he were to revert to type, like you say, all the people who aren't on the left would look at his recent staging pretending to be on the left and they go, no, fuck that. So I just want to announce yeah. that my mum is in the chat, so everyone has to behave oh. themselves now. We well, can't have kind of any... thing with... We can't. Sorry, have any... I was. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um... That's the thing with Starmer, isn't it? Everyone knows he's a fraud now because he conned for Labour membership, and now it's just like, well, why would I believe anything he says to the country? Yeah, why would I believe a known liar? Um... <laughs> mm. <laughs> I honestly think that on the political strategy level that's what actually sunk the Corbyn project in the end. Like, there are lots of different structural factors, but if you go to the voters on the doorstep, there were two main components. One was the, the being monstered by the media and as having, you know, manufacturer consent runs deep and strong. But the other is Labour reversed course, and people went flip-flop, how can I trust them? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the move from being an insurgent outsider to being another politician. The... Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. I think that's like the main mistake they, 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 after 2017, made themselves look like just another side of the Westminster establishment, especially lining up with the second referendum people. But yeah. um, 
but 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 yeah i was just um gonna uh respond to i think bright sloan bright stone rather yeah. in the in the uh, conversation said when i was slagging off but well i wasn't really slagging him off i was just saying i don't really trust him uh, uh when i was criticizing andy burnham she um they said but Raina isn't all these things and i was just like well no but she's an mp so she's the one who actually might be running for leader sometime soon so it's not it's not that she doesn't mer- well and also she wasn't literally around in uh, as a politician in the blair era so she doesn't have that grounding in that particular milieu. Yeah, I, uh, think the, I think the subtext for is why vote for shit, basically. Hmm. Well, that's the, that's the fundamental problem. That's fair. That's fair enough. You know, I'd much rather there be a left wing candidate, but unfortunately, the uh, socialist campaign group, in their infinite wisdom, um, <laughs> about about half of them think that uh, there's not there's not even any point. So yeah, that that's that's just that's just all I'm thinking. You know, maybe is it worth getting someone who isn't Kia, who's slightly less likely to change the, um, ch- just change the party's rules, so that maybe at some point in the future there can be a left uh, candidate. And you know, maybe she'd like bring Rebecca Long Bailey back and some shit like that. But like, you know, that's obviously. You know, it's not, yeah, not a big thing. That's that's a, that's a very low ambition. Like when Paul Starmer, uh, Paul Starmer, Paul Starmer. <laughs> they, they, they are, they are one and the same. You know, Paul Mason's always like, now it's time for Starmer to bring socialists into the shadow cabinet. I'm just like, well, firstly, what the fuck's that gonna do? Like being in Keir Starmer's shadow cabinet just means you're like muzzled. Even Rachel Reeves, one of the most right wing MPs, you know, she got a massive promotion, just buried. You never hear from her like what where is she is she yeah, okay yeah she like she <laughs> exists about as much as whoever the last shadow chancellor was i've forgotten her name now like... yeah but the last but you know starmer's not going to promote a bunch of socialists and the last fucking thing that a socialist mp should want to do would be waste their time working uh for keir starmer. To, to, to everyone in the chat i do know who the last shadow chancellor was that was a joke <laughs> like, <laughs> like, i just want to be very clear about what happened there it's someone <laughs> someone's got to you know yeah <laughs> I mean, like, so if Angela Raynor is going to be the the left's fucking Jesus Christ, the left's choice for the next candidate, who's she going to be up against? That well, is a good question. I well, think, possibly I think David Starmer. has a thought on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I've obviously got the cost timeline prediction of whether Wes Street or Jess Phillips. Ideally, Wes Street in, in charge of the party and Jess Phillips as deputy. That would God, be I think she'd would fucking hammer perfect. them, to be honest. I mean, they're just such like detestable yeah. people. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the people who are least likely to be attracted by those fucking assholes are like members yeah, of the Labour Party. On the, on the other hand, like, West Streeting might give all the left wing members a happy meal. And isn't that something? <laughs> isn't that better than Starmer? It, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, like, here, look, I'll just, I'll just put it in your wallet. Just hand it over and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it's one of those ones where like, I, I'm only going to get that West Street and outcome if like it's him versus the left. That's the only way that's actually going to fucking work out. And I don't think the right of the party are probably clever enough to just run one person. I don't <laughs> think. Oh no, because they, they all really, I mean, they yeah. the last fucking they hate each that, other. They all fucking hate yeah, each well, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last time that they thought like, oh yeah, we'll just run this one guy, it was. Owen Smith, and that didn't work out very well for them. So, mm. I mean, you say that, but I do know his inside trouser seam like measurement of my heart <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life, and you you can't buy that kind of mind space. It's seared into my brain. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> there's like a few separate kind of right wing groupings in the PLP. Like they can at times all converge into one broader faction, and they're all kind of bad, but in different ways. Like mm. there's you know there's the hardcore Blairites. Just look at the people who nominated Jess Phillips. Just fucking extremists, you know. <laughs> like the the extreme center that Tarek Ali warned us about is those like twenty five <laughs> fucking ridiculously hardcore Blairite MPs. And then there's people who are more like floaty you know like kim leadbeater will sort of fit in with the people who like they're they're just kind of generic centrists they don't necessarily have like the strongest ideological convictions but it does build into an ideological picture their political views and activities um and then there's like the kind of right-wing reactionaries you know the, the like sort of blue labor people but a lot of them don't really identify that way they're more like uh well i see myself first and foremost as a close personal friend of tom watson you know the sort of <laughs> e- the, the east midlands mafia no west yeah, midlands yeah. don't put that evil on west east midlands Park, sorry don't put east that midlands. evil on us apologies um... yes yes you're right you're absolutely right yeah, don't 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 <laughs> don't lump us in with that lot. We have our own terrible cursed MPs here. Um... <laughs> but yeah, it's true. So there could be like multiple candidates, and it would be funny to see who the Blairites put up this time. You know, I think there might even be a bit of a Leadbeater for leader kind of push now. I think there'll be a lot of like Kim Leadbeater as the British AOC kind of stuff but she actually got politics right i'm not terrified of you know (laughs) it'll be like um yeah i think we'll see that eventually people will be encouraging her to lead i mean christ starmer had only been lead uh had only been an mp for uh five years when he became leader yeah yeah and it really showed um (laughs) i i don't know if she'd be smart enough to actually turn i I think i don't know I suspect she would refuse that shit. I don't think she's stupid enough to buy in with the hype, so to speak, and not see it for what it is and how damaging that could be to her. Be more. Oh, He's we've seen the thing that someone's posted in the chat. About Andrew, Andrew Adonis. Adonis. We've got an Andrew Adonis take, everyone. Yeah. Should we? Okay, everyone. <laughs> should we? Should we listen to Andrew Adonis, everyone? Should we? Should we? Do yeah. That? All right, let's do it. Blair, right? What does that mean? What policy? Blairite policies does he need to embrace? Does he need to also ask Tony Blair to to return to the political mainstream? Uh, appear on uh, rallies with with. Are we all listening separately? Yeah, I'm playing okay, okay, cool. I wasn't sure if you were sharing audio or. Yes, Keir should certainly do that. He should certainly associate himself closely with Tony Blair and do joint appearances with him, and that will massively add to his popularity uh, in the country at large, particularly with. Uh, God, I, I never listened to this boring cunt talk before. Uh, I mean, I have probably, but he's so he's such a nerd. A trillion pounds. This is some political and physical baldness manifest right here. Which amounted to about a trillion pounds. About a trillion pounds. He's so fucking So the whole of Middle England could see their taxes going through the roof if Labour won the election. That was hugely unpopular, that economic programme. Keir has still not decisively dissociated himself from it. My hair has started falling out as I've been listening to this. Widespread public ownership. It's so funny how much he loves Tony Firefly. No, I didn't see any tweet he's done recently because he and I mutually block each other. Tackle Oh, the Dream Team tweet is fucking amazing. 
Similarly, he voted for the very funny Brexit deal, the same Brexit deal stuff. which isn't working by the government's <laughs> own estimation. This is such a weirdo. You know, I love, I love him as just a presence yeah, in the culture, just coming out like, you know, uh, have you ever thought about this before? But, Tony Blair, great guy. Just like every day, some up to some variation. I I enjoy his thing where he's like, it would improve his popularity to be seen with Tony Blair, and I'm like, half the country think he's like a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you considered saying that things can indeed only get better? But yeah, if you, if you just like show them Tony Blair, this obscure figure, if you just let the public get to know him, then I'm sure they'll be uh, won over in no time. You just put the, 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 the magnetic uh, up-and-comer Tony Blair next to uh, the, the, the similarly charismatic uh, <laughs> Keir Starmer, I think, yeah, then they'll then, then the two of them will just uh, bask in each other's reflective glow. I mean, Tony Blair is so young and virile, uh, just like he was in 1997 when he put him front and centre. Yeah, wasn't that the name of Andrew Adonis's last book? Tony Blair is young and virile. <laughs> well, I don't know what the content think, no, of that I, book was. Um, uh, I actually, I, I read it. I took it out of the library, believe it or not. And I believe the, the third chapter was entitled um, Inseminate Me, Senpai. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really weird that Andrew Adonis got into the manga game. Um, <laughs> thank you for following right, Cable 99 as the... we talk about that. Um, We've got the Andreadona stream team tweet in the chat there. Yeah, but I can't see it because I, I can read it. Yeah, I can read, read it. it. Read it for us. Go on. Hit, right, hit, hit, hit dream team it. of last thirty years: Prime Minister Blair, no surprises there. Hmm. Chancellor Heza. What? Oh, foreign. Heza. Sorry. Yeah, Heseltine. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's just... it. That's it. Foreign Ken Clark. <laughs> Home Office Jenkins Defence okay. A Labour man Ashdown oh. Education Blunkett Ashdown oh. was a former squaddy as well He's probably killed people So he'd be really good at defence <laughs> Perfect choice, yeah, yeah. Um, Knows how to deal with an Irishman <laughs> Health <laughs> Stevens Northern Ireland Major Wait, fuck Stevens Sorry, yeah, hang Stevens. on Wait, wait, wait a back, back up a second Northern Ireland Major Yes. <laughs> That's a bit of a demotion from Prime Minister, but I'm yeah, sure. I have to say, um... well, Tony Blair's busy, you see. So yeah, yeah, minister. true. Um, business Mandelson, <laughs> of course, <laughs> extremely relaxed. CLG David Miliband. Oh, fuck what's CLG? Is that some kind Our of community torture? local government? Understand. All right. Ah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That. Oh, Jesus Christ, Miliband for that. Um, <laughs> Mutting. Legs. Transport, this is the highlight. Me. It's like Just me, like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but to be fair, Tony Blair actually said in his memoir that he thought Andrew Adonis was a really good transport secretary, so it's okay for Andrew Adonis to to think that about himself. Oh, he's, he's only he's got... echoing praise, that's fine then, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got yeah. Blair's seal of approval. I'm picturing that HMV thing where it's got like the dog sitting next to the gramophone. <laughs> And it's like his master's voice, except it's Andrew Adonis's face on the door. <laughs> I'm going to need to Photoshop that later. Thank you for that. Um, Great. Looking forward to it. Charging your consultants for that, David. <laughs> environment, Lucas. Um, First Minister of Scotland, Gordon Brown. 
What? Oh, the, the Scots <laughs> will love that. I'm sure the, the <laughs> SNMP monitors will get right behind Brown. Uh, what was that, sorry? Uh, Deputy Kennedy. So I'm assuming he's resurrecting right. Charles Kennedy for that. Um, Wales. John Kennedy. F. Kennedy is going to be Deputy <laughs> Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Wales Kinnock. He doesn't specify which one, but I'm pretty sure we can assume which one he's talking about. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. The, the, London, the, the senile Livingston? one. Like, that's awesome. Talking of senile, like Ken Livingstone in charge of London. Awesome. Oh, great. <laughs> finally, um, a, finally, a role for the hard left in this, cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> this fantasy cabinet at long last. Um, DWP, Barbara Castle. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he's definitely reaching back to dead people as well as people who are just, just sort of yeah. mentally and semi-physically dead. Uh, DCLG. So I don't, mm, I don't okay. know. I don't know how it's different from CLG. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, ben is Bradshaw be, is it going to be deputy CLG? I'm guessing. Uh, I, I love that De- Ben Bradshaw. He he's talent spotting. He he's picking an up and coming young Blairite who's only like sixty years old or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leader of the Commons Shirley Williams, Lord Chancellor Gareth Williams, Leader of the Lords Margaret Beckett. Oh. Okay. What oh, no, was... oh, but then he's changed his mind. It should be John Smith, not Gareth Williams, as Lord Chancellor. <laughs> Sorry. Can we go back? What was the one right before Scottish First Minister? Um, environment, Caroline Lucas. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. well, okay. No, I, I, am, I am a Scottish Green. I would not put Caroline Lucas in no. that position. Oh. Do you want to and expand it... on that at all for us? Yeah, I mean, I might, I might as well. So, like, obviously, Scottish Green Party and Green Party in Wales are entirely separate parties, right? And so I'm not giving a criticism of the Scottish Greens when I say this. And, you know, full disclosure, like I said, I am a Scottish Green. Um, I would not... There's nothing I've seen from Caroline Lucas that specifically suggests to me that she would be a particularly excellent environmental secretary. Um, I'm not sure how she would be able to fucking fight against... Uh, the, the chancellor outlined there um, to be able to actually secure a budget for like a green transformation or anything like that. It's um, it's just kind of weak. I, that feels very much like uh, give give a bone to the green kind of yeah. movement mm. is what that's meant to be. Go in your also, she was anti Brexit. Yeah, so, yeah. A lot of that right. is, I know yeah. her from I know her from the Remain rally. She's I, I will right. I will go on record <laughs> and say that when they were having those piss around votes in the Commons and they sunk the possibility of having a a, you know, n- not Brexit in all but name deal was mm. on the table, and Caroline Lucas voted against it. Um, like, yeah. fuck, fuck off. off. Just yeah, absolutely exactly. fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I've met Caroline, <laughs> I've spoken to her, I've shaken her hand, and that still is just bullshit politics. I'm so. sure she's very nice, you know, she comes off well, but like, yeah, exactly. I think well, there's on a, a... On a personal level, she is perfectly pleasant, but on a political level, just like, no, come on, Mrs. Yeah, Mark. Melty. She, yeah, yeah, so no wonder Adonis is putting her in there, basically. Yeah. Is yeah. there anyone else? Because uh, I swear there's... No, I was just thinking of the Ken Livingston thing, actually. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm bowled over by, yes, you know who is incredibly popular in Scotland? Gordon, Gordan fucking Brown. Brown. Yeah. Gordon Brown, yeah. No, They're imagining the... the... They're, they're imagining that he single-handedly saved the union. In the it's not even that sentence. The, the Charles Kennedy in number two is what gives it away. They're basically going, who's who's Scottish? That's what it is. <laughs> who's Scottish? Most of the people on my stream. So, Andrew Adonis, if you're looking for people, 
Um, <laughs> well, what I will say is I actually do agree with Andrew Adonis that Keir Starmer should associate himself as much as possible with Tony Blair. The more people are aware that this is a Blairite project, this is not like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. middle of, down the middle of Labour, not m- nice mainstream Labour views, like, nah, this is like hardcore 1997 reenactment society. Can, you can, know? can I, can I, I mean, just say for the record, sorry to cut in, David, Sinan, can we get a commitment from you mm-hmm. that if Tony, if the golden Tony himself says he's coming back to politics, we're doing an emergency stream? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I come like, on that? Yeah, absolutely. Come. Like, um... <laughs> We we will definitely do that. Like, there's no there's oh. no way we there's no way I'd miss that. Like, are you yeah. kidding? See, like, the thing is, like, I, I've already approached Andrew Adonis for work after I organised the, you know, the obviously unsuccessful Blair for Mayor campaign. Um, I don't <laughs> think he's that interested in working with shit posters. If I'm honest. That was so good. Okay, so I've just been asked, what's my dream team for government from the shit post left slash streamers slash podcasters? That is, I'm going to cause some beef if I start. <laughs> Start doing <laughs> that is like we're gonna cause so many problems. What would I get in that scenario? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. I can. I can. I. I, I like all of my um, friends and can colleagues like, equally, and will not judge them. Can I be like Angela Rayner and have like 15 jobs, like the Goth Whitlam of the modern <laughs> like, Labour Party? Let, let's be let's be clear on it. Right, it's very obviously Elijah is the first minister of Scotland, right? Uh, <laughs> and Jamie from Podcasting is Praxis is very clearly the culture minister. After that, you can take <laughs> yes. a piss. That that's one I I would quite like, but I will settle for defence, so I can declare war on America. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> wage in the, in the, the the anti-imperialist war we've all been waiting for. Britain's yeah. Britain's brave boys to get into. <laughs> Trevor Bastard, this chief whip. Um, be, like, be the spin doctor, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Do- Fuck for Health is um, oh, the one that I'm enjoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, shout out to Doctor Fuck. Um, <laughs> His first action reinstating posthumously Harold Shipman's medical license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have Garine as Minister of Information. He just ca- he just like collects disinformation on all the government's yeah, enemies. Garine, like... Garine is the head of the secret police that we would obviously start. Because the, yeah, not just disinformation. I mean, I mean um, compromat. Yeah, he's he's just got a big exhaustive like just just an office with folder after folder of like all the bad shit anyone's ever said or done. <laughs> Plus stuff that they actually haven't that we've made up and are going to yeah, frame. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, whenever I'm not sure who some centrist cunt is, I DM Geraint and I'm like, do you know who this guy is? I feel like you know who this guy is. <laughs> like, it would yeah, be exactly. Something. No, he, he knows. <laughs> the um, ministry of this you. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, uh, I've got a run in the next few minutes, by uh, the don't, way. Don't worry, we're going to be wrapping up in about three minutes because, and we're going to so, be raiding into end participation, who I assume is cool. live tonight. I got um, to see a man about a dog, mm-hmm. as always, when there's a stream. Damn. It always coincides, helpfully. But no, this one's worked out quite well. Yeah, we're going to, I think, the numbers have been good. We might be doing this as a weekly thing. We might just have, like, random folk on and chat shit as a weekly thing. Why not? Um, just because people seem into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, We we this might mm. well end up being a weekly thing. By the way, everyone... Um, if you have any suggestions for what we're naming this format, because I've only seen one remotely acceptable name, which was The Abyss, and I'm kind of into calling <laughs> this The Abyss. Um, so unless you have something better in mind, you've got to let me know. 
and posters uh, lament. Posters <laughs> lament. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where who suggested who suggested the abyss? God damn it! Whoever suggested the abyss, let me know because you're you're owed a golden tonti as it stands. Because I got to get rid of eighty-seven of these fucking things. Feel like we're in we're we're looking into the abyss right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Politics Weekly. <laughs> That's quite good. Bring it, bring it on back to a downer note. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Shannon, should we play out with the video again? Yeah. All right. We'll absolutely do the video again because it's uh, it is a work of art. Where's the pass up <laughs> video? Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, enjoy this again. Uh, see you guys later, I guess. I don't yeah, know. see you, mate. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. this works, but yeah, because <laughs> I'm not seeing the video. But All right, P man. Take it easy. <laughs>